I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. From the Soul Deed Mad Bastard Amateur Dramatic Society for the Hard of Hearing, <laughs> we present a wheezing groaning sound, which we believe is the only Doctor Who podcast in existence. My name is John Rain, and joining me in wobbly heels are here today, Paul Litchfield, and Sconos tomorrow, Tom. Hey. <laughs> so wipe that. So I'll start again. So wipe those crinoths your face, and take a moment. <laughs> To consider what would happen if a parasitic alien race built a brutalist housing estate, would it really be a Nymon and Carbuncle? (laughs) Yes, it's the horns of Nymon. But, and I had to write this down, what was on the telly, Paul? (laughs) <laughs> so, horns oh, okay. of <laughs> Actually, it was it was slightly slim pickens. Yeah, um, it's Saturday it's yeah, it's, it's Saturday <laughs> It's Saturday the 22nd of December 1979. Mm. What a lovely, beautiful time to watch a bit of Doctor Who. Yeah. The mm. 22nd of uh, December. December Christ- yeah. Christmas is almost there and you've got a lovely You'd have oh. finished school. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Mm. And it was on at a most perfect time, ten past six. That's oh, a lovely Doctor lovely Who time. time. Very good time. So what was going on on television on that day, the uh, Saturday, the 22nd of December, 1979? It began, of course, on BBC with Multicoloured Swap Shop. Hey! hey. With special guests, Blondie and Isla St. Clair. Blimey. <laughs> wow, that's real. Oh. Two sides of a coin, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Then, of course, it was Grandstand from 12.30 till 3.30. Mm-hmm. And then we had Basil Brush, which is <laughs> Christmas special. <laughs> Christmas in the country. Oh, nice. With special guest, Sasha Distel. I hope he wasn't being chased on horseback. <laughs> <laughs> Loads of people in red costumes smearing blood on the cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> Shot Mr. Derek. <laughs> oh, Mr. Derek, Mr. Derek. Um, <laughs> as he's being dragged across <laughs> fields on a piece of rope. <laughs> oh, it ends with him being ripped to, ripped to pieces by dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. As the titles um, come up. As the titles come up, yeah. <laughs> and then closely followed uh, after Buzzer Butch with Doctor Who, the horns of Nyman. Mm. There is, there mm. is blurb. Mm. And Yay. it says the following. The Doctor and Romana get pulled into a whirlpool in space. Mm. <gasps> I don't think they really do. but no, they, Not really. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't really happen. But then 25 minutes, I'll tell you what did happen. It was Chris, Christmas Showtime special. Live Ooh. from Switzerland oh. with Papa. <laughs> <Yeah, yeah>. 
Ah. Dignitas dances. <laughs> well, they started off energetic, then they all laid down. Um, uh, Life in Switzerland with ABBA, Boney M, Bonnie Tyler, Kate Bush, presented by Dame Edna Everidge. I want to watch the shit oh, out of that. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yes, please. Lot of ABBA, Boney M, Bonnie Tyler, Kate Bush. Huh. And Dame Edna, I really want to see that. Yeah. Oh. Anyway. Hour and twenty minutes later, it's a Paul Daniels Christmas magic show. Oh, you like it, but not a lot. Not a lot. Not a lot. Um, festive magic with Paul, Jeffrey yeah. Atkins from Germany, mm. Bablu Manic from China, okay. and the dexterous and the dexterous Wong Mao Ting. I'm not even going there. Not Fair even enough. Going there. I once not said um, my American friends. Uh, I, I was with my American friend when we found out Paul Daniels had sadly passed away, mm. Um, mm. and uh, and she had no context for who Paul Daniels was. And I said, well, he was famous for <sighs> did magic with his uh, wife and assistant Debbie McGee, mm. and she said. Debbie McGee sounds like the name you give someone who you don't know the name of a woman. And so you go, oh, I don't know, just go and speak to Debbie McGee over there. Oh. And <laughs> that's <laughs> an accurate assessment. So, yeah, that God bless really her. is true, yeah. Yeah. Oh. You must, oh, oh, the only thing, my only real memory of, 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 of Paul Daniels is the Halloween special mm. we did where, the, where you think the trick hasn't worked and then you just oh, yeah. went straight to end credits. Do you remember? That was, yeah, that was the, the Iron Maiden. The, the, the Iron Maiden, mm. yeah. And then it just goes bang and then end credits. <gasps> and then BBC Switchboard lit up with people going, well done, he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I might be right in this, but a few years ago, I don't know if you follow Christina Martin on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I do not. She compiled some real mm. zingers from Daniel's autobiography. Oh, really? Them online and they are amazing. It's so, <laughs> it's so partridge. Oh, oh goodness. I bet. Yeah. So it's it all ne- needless to say, I had the last laugh. That sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And about his sexual ex- exploits with Debbie, like on a canal boat where it rocked up and down. <laughs> all that sort of thing. Uh, if you just look for Paul Daniels' autobiography, Christina Martin, it should come up, but it's well right. worth looking for. <laughs> and also, if you're interested in great autobiographies, Burt Reynolds is um, an absolute classic autobiography. Mm. <laughs> Every single woman had great potatoes. <laughs> oh no! And he ends chapters with, "Needless to say, I had the last laugh. I punched the fucker." He just he ends everything with a fight. Oh just, no! So brilliant. Anyway, yeah. there you go. So there wasn't much on BBC after that. So we mm. move on to BBC Two. Programs, mm. of course, started in 1979 on BBC Two at 1:30 mm. with mm. the classic film Cleopatra. Oh, so nice. That's, that's all right, isn't it? Because mm. that's a good coming three at hours. you, yeah. coming at you like. Mm. Um, and then uh, followed by Play Away live from Leicester. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Brian, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> then after all that fun of Cleopatra and Play Away, it's time for some serious shit now because it's Horizon. Oh. Horizon takes a backwards look over the shoulder of the last decade. Oh, no, it's still fun. It's still fun. Oh, did, backwards. Where was Horizon doing a backwards look over the shoulder of the last decade? Also, how do you take a backwards over the last yeah, decade? Don't. It's a weird old... That's Horizon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm. Then it was followed by uh, something on uh, ten past five called something else. <laughs> so it's time now, BBC Two, for something else, um, starring the Glasgow Youth Theatre. We see a revolutionary thing you can do with a Coke can and discuss. <laughs> oh, and discuss I just dread to think what it is. <laughs> well, we shove the can directly, up and then we open the tab. Um, unbelievable. And then shake um, the bloke up. Yeah, shake the man. <laughs> And we also discussed the perils of the pencil skirt. Mm. Mm. Same, I think that's just part of the same, same discussion, isn't it? Doris! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm staying up late tonight. Oh, set the video on, Set the VCR, will you? 
<laughs> what they do, they're shaking cans of coke and putting them underneath dolly birds and pencil skirts. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure you read that right? Yes, I am. God, blimey. Anyway, that was something else. Um, and then after that, yeah. listen, it's still a great day because you've got the film Help, the Beatles' Help. Hey, oh, wonderful. Fantastic. That's mm. a lovely way to spend mm. your time. Yeah. Mm. But um, if you were watching that, you wouldn't be watching Doctor Who, so how dare you watch uh, the Beatles' Help. Uh, and then uh, later on, you had a gala evening with Hinge and Bracket. Uh, <laughs> <hey>. <laughs> it just says featuring, uh, fe- featuring <laughs> some rather saucy renditions of No Coward and Gilbert and Sullivan classics. Oh, mm. I would have lo- watched the shit out of that as well. I would have yeah. watched all mm. of that. I would have loved that. And that was, as I say, not slim pickings on BBC One and BBC Two. BBC Two. Well, why would you be watching any of that apart why? from possibly help? Um, <laughs> when you could have been watching oh. Horns of Nymon. Horns of Horns Nymon. Of and we begin uh, to quote Tom in media race. <laughs> Yay! With two we'll fat middle-aged men <laughs> on a spaceship moaning about the equipment. And nothing feels more British than that. Yeah. You yeah, wouldn't yeah. get Buck Rogers doing that. <laughs> nothing in this bloody place works. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's only 12 hours away from Skarnos. <laughs> um, and they've got the last shipment aboard to take to Skarnos. Mm. We don't know what it is yet. No. no. But it's, uh, it's full of, um, as one of, one of them says, inferior craven beings. Oh, mm. yeah. So it could be John Craven. <laughs> and, well, they got um, a Blue Beater presenter, so near enough. They've got a Blue Beater presenter, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, so the, the fat one's like, can't this bloody <laughs> ship go any faster? Mm. Let's press this button. <laughs> and the other one's like, oh, you fool, you've blown it up. You, yeah, the gonna... ship's only held together with solid tape and yeah. <laughs> and, and, it, and it does, um, it, it does malfunction. Yeah. Malfunction that kills the pilot. It does. Awful. <laughs> Uh, who looks a bit like John Gilgood's stunt double. <laughs> I suppose you want me to wash your dick for you, you filthy little <laughs> There's no need to laugh. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he's dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, But meanwhile, on the TARDIS... Oh, mm. I don't like all of this inside the TARDIS. I hate it when the TARDIS is in disarray. It's in, it's Means all, it, I, the yeah. guts are all out. It makes me feel oh. so uncomfortable mm. throughout the whole process. The TARDIS is just literally, they pulled everything out. And I'm like, oh, tidy it up, tidy oh. it up. I don't like and it. Someone, someone's bought a job lot of like mini pyrotechnics because Tom yeah. is yeah. having a, a small explosion near mm. his head every two seconds. Every four <laughs> seconds, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. But I don't like it when everything's out. It just looks horrible. It's this a bit whole, boring as well, isn't it? Yeah, this whole story feels like someone's been to a... Uh, um, uh, you know, like a whole wholesalers, mm. and, and just picked up stuff they like the look of that looked a bit sci-fi. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Later on, you get those kind of disco lights, the tube with flashing lights in it. Yeah. 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 Uh, and there's a lot of metal gratings in this episode. <laughs> you can hear but when them. people walk on them, it sounds like there's bombs going. Mike mm. up the floor, would you, Rodney? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, there's no need. Uh, but yeah, so as, as, as Paul is. Uh, alluding to that the, the TARDIS is the guts are all out oh it's um, horrible the doctors can disconnected loads of stuff including the de- dematerialization circuit Uh-oh. dangerous 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 and dangerous. Romana's yeah. dressed like she's about to do like a horse show <laughs> yes. yeah 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 she's in yeah. jodhpurs and yeah yeah she's I about mean... to chase Basil Brush across, uh, across <laughs> the home counties she's got red gloves on because there is literally <laughs> 
Basil's blood on her hands. <laughs> Covered in fox blood. Yeah. She's just put the tail on Adric's face as a rite of passage. <laughs> what, what is it about Pora Romana? She does get overly sexualised in her costumes yeah. a lot, doesn't she? Yeah. Sometimes she's a schoolgirl, which is risque oh. enough. Then she's in tight jodp. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It's all just a bit... God, blimey. I'm going to watch the Groot and I promise. <laughs> <laughs> I've suddenly got a vested interest in Doctor Who, Doris. I think it's. Was that the like... cliffhanger? No, that was yeah. me, Doris. <laughs> i <been> falling over. <laughs> <laughs> Is it because Mary Tam? Mary Tam sort of was cool. very. She came along and she was sort of elegant. And while she was obviously attractive, she did. According to John, <laughs> was his carry on response. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she had, she, had, she had polys and elegance, didn't she? Sorry, I just yeah. had a cliffhanger. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um. Oh, at dear. least she wasn't. Maybe maybe they'd seen Leslie Judd on Blue Peter. Mm. That Quite possibly. Clip of her riding that horse machine. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know if anyone's seen that. It's uh, it pops up on BBC she, Archive quite a lot, and it's hilarious. She, she loved it. <laughs> yeah. It looked like she enjoyed herself. Yeah, she did eighteen takes. For that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! I'm glad it wasn't Mark Curry. No. <laughs> um, so the doctor's been fiddling, hasn't he, yeah. with his conceptual mm. geometer? Yeah, Romana's livid that he. Disconnected the dematerialization circuit. Yeah. Yep. And um, unfortunately, mm-hmm. the TARDIS has materialized in an area of space mm. that's close to a manufactured, as it turns out, black hole. And they're, they're yes. in danger of being drawn in. Yes. yes. Oh, there's the whirlpool, I guess, from the, uh, from the blur. Yeah. Yeah. Sort yes, of. I guess it's a whirlpool. Could have been a Zanetti. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, hey. hey your boss. <laughs> the appliance of science. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, so, but then we cut away from there mm. to I'm just going to call him Graham Crowden because that's what he is. Yeah. <laughs> um, Graham Crowden. I'm Graham Crowden. <laughs> oh, what a but what a voice! What a voice. what a voice! But what is he doing? Oh, do you know what? I don't have any problems with Crowden in this. I think his character, Soldeed, Soldeed, is amazing. And once he meets Baker, you've got his voice and Baker's voice, and it's like watching caramels sliding, <laughs> sliding uh, down. It's caramel on ham. <laughs> this just reminded but me of the fact that... I um, love his voice so much. His gravitas, the way he speaks. Gravitas. Graham Crowden, mm. obviously, in Waiting for God. Mm. Uh, little fact, did you know when Stephanie Cole filmed Waiting for God, she was mm. only 19 years old? <laughs> I'll tell you Which what. means she was four when she did Tenko. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you a fact about it was about ten minute ten years after Waiting for God had been on. Mm. I was sitting there one day and thought, Oh, Waiting for God oh. <laughs> oh, I see, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, get it now. Yeah. Um, Crichton also plays Sir, 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 Sir Cowardy Custard in uh, Up the Chastity Belt with Frankie Howard. Oh, nice. Plum. He's also great great very, very good in an episode of Dr. Terrible's House of Horror. Yes, he is. yes he is. With oh. the guy who's trying to invent uh, a, a thing that will stop your skin being burnt by very hot broth. That's right. <laughs> They're all and Scottish. of course. And of course, oh, a nice yeah. Doctor Who. He's with Peter Davison in a very peculiar practice, and he's fucking amazing nice. in that as well. Oh, he's I great. love Crowden. No, no, I he's love so Crowden. Just and so I love sure. Soldeed. I love Soldeed. <laughs> I feel like there's a ceiling for Soldeed, but his head is like out of the roof. <laughs> he's a skylight. Yeah, everybody no, he's that a goes skylight. past. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've got, I mean, I enjoy him, but mm. he's a bit distracting. 
Oh, I yeah. love him. He's like a mad soothsayer or something. He's just yeah. so. He's a bit. He reminds me a bit of Nicole Williamson's um, Merlin. Yes, Merlin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nicole, two mad bastards wandering around with big sticks. <laughs> I, oh, fuck me. I, I, I rewatched Excalibur not so long ago, and with Nicole, mm. it's like, Nicole, can you pick one tone of voice yeah. to stick Because <laughs> one minute it's, ah, ah, king of the Britons. Ah, yeah. Very similar performances. Yeah. Oh, yeah. More, but please. He, he's talking to his room of lads. Yes. And he, he's just come out of a CSO curtain. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, it took me a minute to think, how have they done that? Oh, it's a curtain. It's a curtain. Yeah. It's a yeah. Barry Let CSO curtain. Yeah, and he's mm. basically saying, a, a second scone on empire will be born <laughs> when the ship arrives. Um, so then um, the Doctor and Romana are being dragged towards this black hole. And to this, yeah. So they go and look at this spaceship and he's turned off the def- deflector shields. Yeah. Yes. Essentially. So they're yeah. a bit like sitting ducks. Also, mm-hmm. K9, who was hoping a bit has exploded. Yes. Yeah. There's a lovely bit where uh, Tom yeah. decides to give mouth to mouth to K9. Oh, it's yeah. It's very funny. And his head turns right hilarious. round after the explosion. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. It's like Daffy Duck's bill. He has to turn his head back round after the explosion. This means war. Yeah. <laughs> I love him, though, trying to give mouth to mouth to K9. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's very funny. I tell you what I think maybe has, uh, has sort of... Uh, I, I watched before this just by uh, randomly. I was just watching the creature from the pit, where I oh, think right. there's slightly too much Tom. Tom's given a, 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 you know, he's let off the leash a bit, and there's a lot of canine. And I wondered if that's yeah. slightly informed how I was watching this because part of me is like, oh, can we, can we not have canine for a bit? He's mm. sort of, he's yeah. Sort of whenever comes it's in to canine saves the day, you're like, oh. yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm. Also, different yeah. canine voice, isn't it? It is, yeah, not yes. Tom Leeson. Is there, is there mm. a reason for that? Do we know? He was on hol- or tour or something on holiday or something like that. All right. There you go. Let's um, go with that. Yeah. So he, mm. But anyway, the Doctor, to cut a long story short, manages mm. to sort of stick the gravity <clears throat> field mm. to he the makes ship. A little, he makes some a s- corridor. Like sonic stairs, doesn't he? It's mm. a bit like the thing they put on planes when you're getting off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they're able to wander into this spaceship. Yeah. And um, once aboard, canine. I have detected an abundance of high mess, high metistute crystals, <laughs> and yeah. um, so that's that's not good. They're very highly radioactive. Yeah. Tom overhears that and thinks there's a high population of high prostitutes. So <laughs> where, where? Where? <laughs> Is he still married to um, Romana Lala. at this point? Yeah. Not sure. I mean, they're, they're, they certainly... He, he's slightly not making eye contact. There's sl- a slight yeah. bit of that, like, outward-facing Tom where he's not really engaging with it. <laughs> you know, yeah. he acts with other actors a bit. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but then they find that there's a room full of young people. Yay! Yeah. Which I'm sure the BBC had lots of in those days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no, we've done it again. Oh, no! For sake. Um, jangle, jangle lawyers. Yeah. I really, really like this bit because the first thing he does is offer them jelly babies and they're very suspicious. Yeah. So he gives to one to, to, one to Romana. Yeah. yeah. And then he says, pass them around, one each. Yeah. yeah. I really enjoyed. Yeah. And then he, he gives one of them to, uh, to, to bite and mm. like, I think it's Seth, isn't it? He bites it and then Tom says, I'll take that, takes it back and eats it. Yeah. <laughs> very strange. Very weird. Um, so they're from, they're from Anith. Anith. And... Um, Tekka, who's uh, Janet Ellis, mm-hmm. she thinks that Seth is like a prince. 
Yes. Who's going to free them yeah. from their incarceration. I love Pret- this. Mm. It's a lovely little plot that yeah. is about characters, and that's quite rare, actually. I mean, particularly yeah. after we've just watched um, Paradise Towers. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There's more plot in the first five minutes of this than there is in the entire four mm. episodes of Paradise Towers. <laughs> I mean, there's like a literal arc in this and a, a little sub-arc with mm. Seth yeah. and Tucker. It's nice. Yeah, it's really nice. Uh, but meanwhile, the co-pilot, Turns up. Jesus. Oh, oh my what's god. What's going on here, you bunch of scum? Craven <laughs> fools. Uh, every time he's, he does anything, he'll turn back to them and say, Scum! <laughs> uh, Alright. Every five minutes he pops in just to insult them, doesn't he? He looks a it's bit like, like Charlie Drake. I wrote that. He looks, like an, he looks like a bigger Charlie Drake. Yeah. yeah. It's been dragged through the inter- interstellar bookcase. Yeah. It's like someone's time. told him. Did you know if you have a heart attack while filming Doctor Who, they have to pay your pension? <laughs> so he's like, I'm oh, right, okay. <laughs> I kept thinking of that Charlie Drake story of how he got dragged through that bookcase. Have you seen this footage? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He nearly dies, doesn't he? He, he no? fractured his skull. Yeah, the, the, the gag was he was going to get pulled through a bookcase and, yeah. and then chucked out of a window. Yeah. Uh, and the carpenter, while they were on a break... Did a yeah. good job. Yeah, used... Proper wood, oh rather God. than and, pr- and proper screws. Proper yeah. screws, rather than give you know breaking like M- cheap MDF stuff. Yeah. Um, so when Charlie's pulled through, he's knocked out and his skull's fractured. Oh he's on the floor. The other bloke doesn't know. Yeah. And is like, oh, he's, he's, he's playing. So he yeah. picks Funny. him up and then throws him out of the window. <laughs> Hang on. Right, I'm sorry. I know this is bad for a uh, an audio medium, but I've just got the clip up and I'm just gonna watch it now. Yeah, do do do. Right, okay, so there he is, good. Oh, God! And he's just out cold! And then, well, there's only one thing to do. Yeah. And he is not like any actor would go, this isn't an actor helping me lift them, so I'm not going to do this. Well, he was live, so he couldn't... Oh, my God! ...keep going. Yeah. Yeah. And so then someone else comes in, and he's just out the window. Yeah. All right, my I think, darling. I think Charlie Drake was like out of action for like seven months. Oh my god! <laughs> he had to go to hospital, and he nearly died. <clears throat> so no and wonder then this the guy's credits roll. Oh mm. my god! Yeah. I mean, you have uh, John. You have a very good um, uh, sort of collection of out of window gifts. Yes, uh, <laughs> that's a good one. The Rick Mail one's very good as well. No, I love that one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, on the Herbert Long one, I like as well. Yes. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah. So he takes the Doctor and Romana because he says, "Can you fix this ship?" Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Of course I can. You come with me, then scum. But Tom's got lovely lines. Like he, he oh. just says, he says to the guard, "You keep holding that gun and don't tax your mind." Yeah, mm. this is lovely. Yeah, so he takes them to the bridge and forces them to fix the ship. Meanwhile, we cut back to Graham Crowden, who reminds <laughs> me here of Major Bloodnock from the Goons, because <laughs> he's, he's, he's a subordinate comes in and he's kind of tinkering with the machine and he says, "I'm engaged in important work." <laughs> like, oh, quick, nurse the screens. <laughs> um, and then he's told the bad news that the ship. Bringing their tributes, tributes, yeah, uh, must be found. Yeah, uh, has disappeared. Sorry, mm-hmm. and he says it must be found. <laughs> and then back on the ship, Romana suggests she says, "Oh, I know what we can do because the the engine's fucked basically, and it's it's like old parts." Yeah, she says we could uh, use the high meta suit. Yeah, uh, crystal mm-hmm. powers as a power and, source, mm. and she's built her own little uh, sonic screwdriver. Yeah, that's which, fun. brilliant. Which the doctor tries to nick. Yeah. Yes, but, that's yeah. better than mine. Mm. <laughs> um, I love that. The, I love that they're two time lords. 
I think that's yeah, such a exactly. good idea. That's why yeah. it always works. She's his mm-hmm. equal. It's brilliant. Mm. And even even in the TARDIS, she's just tutting because everything's exploding because she knows yes. better. It's brilliant. Oh, it's so good. So, yes, yeah, so she does that. So they... And then we cut back to um, Graham Crowden walking along the metal flooring. (laughs) 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 And uh, the doctor on the TARDIS learns from K-9. He's he's trying to get some stuff, and then he asks K-9 about the scone on Empire. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he explains to them how it collapsed during a civil war. Mm. Complete load of arseholes. Mm. <laughs> One of them overacts terribly. <laughs> um, so talking Mind which... you, he was good enough, the chastity belt. <laughs> Ooh, I must watch that, Kino. Thank you. <laughs> um, meanwhile, Crowden goes to see, goes looking for Lord Nymon, and every time he goes in, he's like, Lord Nymon! Lord Nymon! Lord Nymon! Yeah. <laughs> Hello! Hello! Um, he sort of goes into the... It's, it's sort of a sci-fi version of the... Um, uh, was it the labyrinth the minotaur's labyrinth yeah. yeah yes it's supposed mm. to be like a control center building that's like near where the rest of the city is isn't it mm. so yes. it uses like yeah. a little transmat thing mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah. okay um so meanwhile with the squad on the squad on crafts now fixed Mm-hmm. And yeah. the co-pilot starts to move his ship away but the tardis <gasps> the, the doctor's still on the tardis yeah and he's facing obliteration I know, oh, and no. Romana's been kidnapped. Yeah, and the doctor's surrounded by chicken nuggets. <laughs> oh, yeah, they just sort of suddenly attracted to him because of the gravity. And then Romana is really cross with the co-pilot and says, we this must go back. This gives him a right bollocking. Yeah. And he says, the Nymon waits for no man. <laughs> Which is, must have been an awkward read. Yes. The Nymon waits for no man. Say that a hundred times after a couple yeah. of times. <laughs> <clears throat> so then Crowden meets Nymon, and then the Nymon is odd. I like the do you? I like the Nymon, yeah. It feels like a stuntman or some poor fucker who's constantly teetering on these massive heels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like, I, I just like, I like the look of them. I mean, compared to things like, you know, the monoids. <laughs> this is like, <laughs> yeah. this, they're like a weird sort of, you know, half man, half bull minotaur thing. Well, I can see yeah. how they'd be a bit scary because they're constantly sort of growling. Yeah, they got yeah, great, they, they yeah, they sound the amazing. Mm. Yeah. They sound great. Yeah, but um, the, some of the realization is maybe a, certainly the, like the head could have been a bit better designed and stuff. Possibly. Well, this is back when Doctor Who used to have creature effects, but um, um, and nothing ever moved. So mm. yeah. eyes just stayed where they were. And yeah. Mm. So yeah, it's all a bit sort of. Uh, but I don't mm. mind the look of them, and they got laser horns. Mm. That's fun. come on, That's really laser fun. horns. <laughs> Hi there, I'm Yasmin Akram. Join myself and my friend Philippa Dunn each week for our podcast, We Heart Worry, a show about cars and their engines. Obviously not. It's a show where we talk about our fears, our worries and our anxieties in a bid to help you with yours. And we just have a laugh as well. So join us. There's nothing to be scared of. I promise. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Um, <clears throat> so again, the doctor's like, oh God, we're going to be like a cricket ball. Yes. Yeah. And I love the fact that he thinks it's the end. So he just pops a rosette onto K9. Well, that's when K9. Oh. Yeah, he says, you're a, you're a good fr- you're a good boy. Cats on the head, and then puts a, a rosette on him, saying so first, first prize, which first I thought was prize. hilarious. It's so oh. funny. I love there's it. There's lots of like weird Tom improv. I, once again, sorry, I hate to keep on talking about another one, but like, mm. there's that bit in the creature from the pit where he blows into the weird blobs like tube, and it's right. just like he does these weird improv bits. That you just know Tom was like said to a, a runner, "Can you get me a rosette, please? Yes, <laughs> I've got sir. an idea. And I've I'm got an idea. Yeah. <laughs> again, it just feeds into the fact his doctor feels more like a Marx brother than a doctor. Yes. Because you yeah, know like yeah, how yeah. Harpo always had stuff in his pockets. Yeah. Yes. Mm. yes. You've always felt that with Tom. Tom could pull out a banjo for no reason. Yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. just carry on delivering the lines, but be tuning a banjo and you'd be like, yeah, that's fine. It's Tom Baker. That's but there's a huge asteroid headed towards him. And then he says, oh, cricket ball. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. And then he bounces the TARDIS off of the asteroid. <laughs> that's amazing. It is literally doing. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost a precursor. He does like a to spin like, ball, doesn't he? Yeah, to like Davidson, isn't it? Because Davidson had used cricket in like Four to Doomsday and stuff. So yes. it's quite a nice little precursor to that. <laughs> but meanwhile, the nine one tells Graham Crowden that all tributes must be brought before him, like he's a thirsty lady on OnlyFans. <laughs> Uh, and he's angry when um, when, he, when Graham Crowden reports that the last batch of sacrifices have not arrived. Mm. And he says, well, then we'll, we, will, we will withhold the arms <gasps> that will help the rebuild Awful. of the Scotland Empire. God. So Soldeed, Graham Crowden, comes back from the power complex and uh, is told um, by Sorak, who's his, mm. his subordinate, that the ship has Beautiful now been costume, found. By the way. Oh, it's Beautiful great, isn't it? Costume. Looks like he's put his head in a crow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it it looks like a crow had sex with Tetris. <laughs> <laughs> and shat the costume love, on him. Yeah. It's amazing. I love that actor as well. He's very, like, I, has he been in other stuff? Because he looks so, like, he's got yes, such a distinctive I look. Kept, I thought I he was, thinking um, he was in Howard's Way. I was just going to say, mm. I thought it was Morris Colburn at first. Yeah, but it's not. But no. he really looks no. like him, yeah. Mm. Uh, and then uh, when he hears this noise, he says, Prepare the ceremony at once. This <laughs> goddess shall rise and conquer. <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, hmm. the sacrificed people's prince, Seth, yes. it's revealed hmm. his plan is to kill the Naimon. Yes. Exciting. And every time Janet Ellis speaks, I always imagine she's doing some sort of Blue Peter bit. Uh, <laughs> really I, weird. I, I so did write, she, she probably built the ships out of milk bottle tops. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a little little fact, fans. Mm-hmm. Her dad designed uh, some, of the, uh, some of the monsters in Doctor Who, including from the Mysterious Planet. Wow. There Good you go. Lord. Mm. Well, another fact for you. One of the Zygons was actually played by um, Eartha Kitt. Mm. <laughs> wow. There you go. Another fact for you. Oh. May or may not be true, that one. Yeah, yeah. Well, <clears throat> okay. Um, so, yeah, so Seth confides in Romana. Mm. He's not really a prince. He's a pauper. I love uh, this scene. Uh, mm. It's good, isn't I it? I really good. like this scene. Nice little yeah. subplot, subplot. I don't know if this sounds sort of sacrilegious because it's a Tom. Mm. But I'm watching this with Romana, and I'm just thinking, it wouldn't have been so bad if Romana was the doctor, you know, because she's yeah. really, really good. Yeah. 
yeah. She's yeah. she listens to him. She's very like mm. uh, she's very cold, but also in this thing, she's she's is very kind of caring and and sort of yeah nurturing in that sense to him. Yeah. I just I think it's a kind of flavor you don't get a lot in this era of no. Doctor Who. Oh. Hmm. So she tells she says, "Don't worry, your secret's safe with me." Oh. But meanwhile, on the TARDIS, the Doctor thinks he's fixed it. And yeah. as he turns it on, it destroys the goon show. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of goes, oh, oh my God. Yes, I remember why there's a sheep on here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's very silly. <laughs> And uh, so the, he manages to get the TARDIS to... Oh, no, the, sorry. The ship arrives on Sconus. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and Graham Crowden comes to greet them, uh, oh. but then finds Romano. Who is this? <laughs> um, I would also say, the, this is, once again, not great for an audio medium, but the the tributes or the the, uh, the ones who aren't Janet Ellis or um, or the main, the main guy, the prince. Seth. Seth, yeah. the ones around them, like just they're worth watching. Like ignore what's going on in the foreground and just mm. watch the ones in the background because they're all sort of doing <laughs> different acting styles, and it is absolutely fascinating. There's one woman who has these like these eyes that are like burning into the back of Lala Ward's head, and it's quite <laughs> extraordinary. Um, but the co-pilot lies mm. and says, "Look, yeah, we got into this woman trying to destroy the ship. I fixed it, mm-hmm. and I used the because um, because uh, Graham Crown says, why are the two capsules missing?'" Mm. And he says, I use them to, you know, power the ship and get us here. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't believe that you're fucking Charlie Drake. <laughs> <laughs> Build a bookcase. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he, he says, there's only one place for you to go. You've got to go to the Nymon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And pushes him through the CSO curtain. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, he got Grand Crown then goes back to the lads. And says, scholars will rule again. <laughs> <laughs> so then Romana and the um, the people are then put into the um, to give it, they're given the radioactive stuff and they're sent into the the labyrinth yes. where the copilot is. Exciting, went. yeah. Uh. And inside there, it's uh, the walls seem to shift, and here we could also do with the little worm from the labyrinth again. <laughs> yeah. Go that way, you go straight to that nymon. Come in and meet the missus. <laughs> and it's Tegan. Oh, I just yeah. want to go back to Heathrow. <laughs> oh, just oh, stay here. Oh, you don't want to go that way. <laughs> she went that way. She could be straight in Heathrow. <laughs> <laughs> but the walls are all shifting and moving. I yeah, know. And, all... and when the doctor gets in there, he's putting little green stickers to chart his progress. Those green stars. That's I love green stars. That. It's so lovely. That's fun. Mm. It's really low tech. Mm. <laughs> Um, so they then sort of are going towards the, the nine when Romana then finds uh, husks of oh, yeah. previous people and they're kind of their faces deteriorate that's a brilliant special effect mm. when one of them it just is. collapses in on itself and it's yeah. horrible because it's his face that does it yeah, <laughs> yeah like, it's genuinely brilliant and that's when Janet Ellis and the others realise that they're not there to be like rewarded or anything or to just give the mm. they're there you know to all the male tributes start smiling because they realise they're all going to be sucked off <laughs> <laughs> which is too guy? much yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a way to go. I could probably talk it down. Yeah. <laughs> but the Doctor has now fixed the TARDIS successfully. Yeah. And is materialised in the central square. And this bit's brilliant. Oh, and I love it. Oh. Yeah, he's meeting with the, hello. Mm. Mm. And you've got him and Crowden, both voices bouncing off each other. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Caramel and treacle. Yeah. <laughs> but he, he, he manages to escape and runs into the labyrinth. And yes. Crowden's over the moon. He's like, oh, good, another... 
prize for the nigh one. And that's what we talked earlier. He starts putting the green stars on the walls, which I loved. Yeah, really nice Brilliant. touch. And then Romana and the lads find uh, the nigh one storeroom, which looks a bit like yeah. Ark in Space. Yeah, bit of team the side men, bit of Ark in Space going yeah. on there. And mm-hmm. yeah. um, she says, you know, it's, it's, it feeds on flesh. Mm. It's a nice um, looking lab, isn't it? Nice looking lab. I love the design work mm. in this. Like mm. once we yeah, get there, beautiful. even though it's quite loud, there, there is some, yeah, re- there's yeah. some really nice stuff going on. But I've written here the Nymon is a minotaur during his late Vegas residency. Yeah. <laughs> He's platforms. got a bit of a gut. Yeah. Gut and a hunchback. Yeah. Mm. yeah. <laughs> so the co-pilot arrives uh, to the Nymon and is like pleading for his life. Last ditch attempt to have that heart attack on set. So yeah. Can, uh, <laughs> <Scum>! <laughs> and uh, the Nymon shoots him. Lasers. Yeah. Horn laser. Mm. Horn mm. lasers. Mm. And then the Nymon stalks towards Romana and the others. Yeah. And there's our second episode cliffhanger. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And then the Brilliant. third episode is the second episode again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. that reprise, I think, is like eight minutes long. It is. It is. Yeah, it's, it's really ridiculous. long. Yeah. 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 Um, so then the doctor arrives. Oh, mm. but this is brilliant. Mm. Sees the Nymon, goes, you're a big bull, and starts doing a matador act. With yeah. yeah. <laughs> red, red so brilliant. Mm. Really fun. Uh, and, then, and then they run, and, um, but the others are too scared to leave. Yeah. So the Nymon goes to the power source room and, and they're all hiding behind. I love this. He's like, and then when Janet Ellis hides, mm. but hides like in Life of Brian, like she literally yes. just stands. <laughs> he slaps her on the ass. Really? <laughs> I think oh, he's on her back or something like that. But there's, one bit where she look, there's one bit where she looks like she's hiding behind a button. It's like, it's, yes. it's something a bit more he, he, he points out without saying it, if you mm. hide there, he'll see you immediately get behind something, not in front mm. of something. <laughs> so she then goes behind the console and he there ducks behind as the Nymon comes. And we see the Nymon doing his kind of, it looks like he's powering a small speedboat. Yeah. <laughs> he puts this plunger forward. Yeah. It's like he's revving a little sort of bike in his garage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a tunnel appears. That's yeah. exciting. Yeah. And then a, a pod turns up. Brilliant. And two more mm. Nymons get out. That's brilliant. Because <laughs> you mm. think at this point the Nymon is called the Nymon because that's its name. But no, it's the race. <gasps> there are yeah. loads of them. And you're like, oh, that's cool. I like that. <laughs> oh, and- God, sorry. Did you hear that? Uh, my doorbell. Sorry. Did that go off? I'll be no, back in one I, second. I, I, I didn't record. hear it at all. No, no. I, lo- I love breaking this. Uh, oh, breaking the, the momentum. Mm. I'm so sorry. Won't be a second. Sorry. You'll see this Swedish suck machine, sir. <laughs> Your bum pills are here, sir. <laughs> shush, shush. Shush, the wife doesn't know. Your dick lengthening machine's here, mate. I hate you, Amazon delivery drivers. Here's those special pants you needed for when you get the Tommy Squits. Shut up. Here's your wife's love eggs. There's nine of them. Shut up. <laughs> a Japanese dozen, they're called, sir. <laughs> this is all staying in this bit. <laughs> I want Tom oh, to no, listen Tom, to it. Tom will be mortified. He won't, he won't. He won't, he'll love it. Shall we leave it in, listeners? <laughs> Here's your special razor for your hairy owl. What? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> You're a sex hat, sir. <laughs> Here, sir, as delivered from Thailand, one nonce cape. 
<laughs> shut up, shut up. I'm back. Hello. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we were just rudely speculating what you were having delivered. Yeah. And we're all also think- thinking about leaving it in. Fair enough. <laughs> All things that you're really embarrassed because the, t- the guy's really loud at the door. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so, so, so the, um, two nine ones turn up and we, we find out they're from the, a planet called uh, Krinoth. Krinoth. And yeah. it's dying and all the nine ones must continue the great journey of life. To I love that. They call it the great mm. journey of life. And all they do is it's a bit like um, Independence Day, isn't it? It's, mm. um, the alien race turns up. They drain all the natural resources, mm. hoodwink everyone, and then move on to the next planet like yeah. locusts. That's brilliant. Yes. Yeah. Really fun. Brilliant. And they call it the journey of life. The galactic con artists. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's clever. <laughs> so then once the nine ones leave the doctor then examines the machine and he said oh it looks like a transmat <gasps> yeah goody mm, oh, good. <laughs> meanwhile Graham Crowden has found K9 yes he has and the TARDIS mm. yeah and shouts some more to his men yes and then obviously says Gunners will rule again <laughs> um, so then so then um, Sorak he's a, he's a subordinate says what's in it for the nine one to help yeah, mm-hmm. he starts doubting. First, mm, first feelings yeah. of doubt are creeping mm. in. And Crowden says, the Naimon give them power in exchange for tributes. The Naimon is simple and powerful. We satisfy their ego and they give us what we ask. He's basically telling everyone to keep, to keep the faith and don't mm. rock the boat, everyone. Mm. Come on. Yeah. We're onto is a he, good thing here. Mm. He talks about having them on a long string. Mm, yeah. String. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <Brilliant>. <laughs> So, I like the fact that when they first find the TARDIS, you got a POV shot of canine just looking at the view screen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bunch of assholes. It's just so, it's so funny. <laughs> also, when um, when canine's leaving the TARDIS, they clearly what they what they can't do is have the prop go from one side of the door to no, the other no. because it's too wide. So they just sort of cut away and then cut back, and it's outside. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. No that's one fine. Cares. That's fine. Yeah. And there's, <laughs> and there's a bit where Sol is is um, when he's opened up canine, going, "This is possibly the most amazing piece of tech he's ever seen." Mm. Previously, canine put me on the floor as I'm completely ineffectual. <laughs> 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 That's so funny. He has to be put on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Of course, these Ooh. days he'd fly, wouldn't he? Yes. Yeah, oh, good. Also, yeah, doesn't he do that thing where he's like, would. show me how powerful you are. And then like, Kano just zaps him a bit. And he's like, yeah. ah. A bit. Yeah. I love yeah. that. He's like, ah, yeah. oh, my nipples. <laughs> <laughs> my nipples have gone. Yes. Ain't no now. <laughs> oh, Ooh, nice. I'm no longer sterile. <laughs> <laughs> It's like the Green Mile. I can piss now. It doesn't have... <laughs> canine on death row. Yeah. <laughs> Imagining the Green Mile where they bring canine in to help the warden's wife. <laughs> Sam Rockwell going, what the fuck did he do? <laughs> he murdered a child. You're not bringing that thing in here to my wife. <laughs> Do you turn the lights off after dark? <laughs> Every time canine helps somebody, has to lift off his tail and let all that. <laughs> <laughs> got the warden's wife going, you bastard, you coward. <laughs> canine trying to help. Language, mistress. Why's canine been put on the death row? <laughs> he murdered a child. What's yeah. he done? <laughs> Destroyed the Sarah Jane. The sponge was dry. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> K9 
canine's burnt head. <laughs> well, a different, a slightly different shift in tone this week. Canine, <laughs> <laughs> canine is sent episode. to death row in Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> I help them, boss. I help them, boss. <laughs> In the next cells, Metal Mickey. <laughs> Dusty He's the one who gets electrocuted. <laughs> Dusty Pins, the one who doesn't put the sponge on. <laughs> 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 oh, God. Tell Ted Rogers the sponge was right. You got, you got tweaky with the mouse. Beep, 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 my mouse. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> C3PO's in there as well. <laughs> he gets his moon pie delivered to him. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I want the Sam Rockwell to be salacious crumb. Yes, it's, it's too concreted in my mind now. It's like it actually happened. Oh god! Oh god! Oh, winner for best picture. Yeah. <laughs> oh Christ! Bam! Bam! Winning an Oscar. <laughs> Like half an hour for somebody to pick him up, get him up the steps. You love me. Right. You really love me. Starts doing a really long gush. I'd like to yeah. thank the producer. They have, have to bring the mic down. Da, 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 da. He punches the producer like Russell Crowe did. Yeah, yeah. Fuck Where's Ronald Reagan. Get him off. Get him off. Does a Brando and sends up a Monoi to receive it. For <laughs> I thought you were going to say, does a brander and produces some butter? And I didn't know where you were going to go. Well, a brand new episode of Canine yeah. and Company. <laughs> Canines found some margarine. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah Jane's in for a shock of her life. They should never have let Dennis Potter write it. No. no. <laughs> Meanwhile, in Doctor Who. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I forgot what we were talking about. Where are oh, we? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. <clears throat> so, yeah, Crowden marvels at K-9. He takes him apart yes. and says mm-hmm. he's so well yeah. made. Um, then then the power comes on. And he's like, mm-hmm. it's time yeah. to begin the onslaught. <laughs> I will go and speak to Naimon. Yes. Yeah. And then um, two pods appear full of more Naimons. <gasps> Terrifying. Uh, they want to begin they're... the migration. <gasps> Great journey! Oh. <laughs> and then after they've gone, the doctor, doctor figures out the two pods are travelling vessels that have journeyed down a tunnel between two manufactured black holes. Yeah, they tell you what, those, they, these Nymans, they're a nasty lot. They, they take mm. over a planet, they eat the people, yep. yeah. drain the resources and move on. They're foul. And, mm. and the doctor says it's an invasion. And then they're tricking Graham Crowden. Yeah. So then he says yeah. to Romana, you go and have a look in that pod. Mm-hmm. I want you to have a good look in it. <laughs> yeah, get all, go all the way in. <laughs> and then he sends her off. Yeah. He sends her back to Cranoth. Mm. <laughs> or Crinoth. Yeah. And, um, yeah. But before he can reverse it, Crowden arrives and blows up the control panel. Yeah. Oh, God. He says, you meddling fool. <laughs> you shall die. And that's the cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah, absolutely brilliant. 
brilliant. Uh-huh. Mm. I like it also. Uh, um, um, just to denote um, uh, uh, the Ni- um, you know, the Nyman's horn lasers. Um, yeah. Their building also has two horns on top. That also- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good. You see Amazing. what's underneath their uh, loincloths? That is. <laughs> That's Trumpian. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It's got an Oedipus yeah. complex. It really mm. is. Um, so the doctor, yeah, so, I guess, so he's, he's about to be killed, but then Seth comes in. Yeah, uh-huh. shoots all deed. Stuns Graham Crowden. Yeah. yeah, you think he's dead, but he's not, he's not, he's uh, not. No. And then he apologises to Romana. Mm-hmm. Well, the doctor goes, so sorry, Romana. <laughs> oh dear, my bad. <clears throat> but Romana, Romana arrives in, in Krinoth. Yes. And sees loads of Nyons. <gasps> and um, the doctor says he needs canine to fix the problem. Meanwhile, mm. Crowden gets up and <laughs> like the bloke from the Smurfs, <laughs> and runs just tip, off. Just tiptoes yeah. out a yeah. shot, doesn't he? Behind <laughs> him, it's really funny, like like the hooded claw. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so Romana is about to be killed when the Nymons are stunned that are attacking her and she meets yeah. an old man called Cezom Cezom who basically goes the exact thing that you're watching on Doctor Who happened to us you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was soldied in that situation and helped this is them the and scene. oh no <laughs> this is the scene where Marge goes to Shelbyville isn't it she sees her the, uh, yes. the monorail <laughs> monorail I shouldn't have stopped for that haircut yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, but he says, <clears throat> yeah, as you say, this is exactly what happened here. Mm. So then Janet Ellis meets Graham Crowden in the labyrinth, and they find the, mo- the three more Nymons. <gasps> yeah, they're everywhere. Mm. Yeah, and the Doctor manages to bring a pod back, but it's full of my- more Nymons. So he <laughs> sends them back. Yeah, <laughs> he, he opens the door, the door and goes, yeah. "Oh dear!" Whoops! Yeah. 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 Closes, yeah. closes it immediately. Yeah, <laughs> then sends them back. There's these baffled Nymons going, "Whoa, we're back where we started!" Oh. Yeah, bloody <laughs> British Rail. This thing's fucked. <laughs> and yeah. they say, "Well, there's only one thing we can do. We'll have to use Krinath's planet's energy to beam us back." And then one of them's like, "Well, that will destroy the planet." And he's like, "Yeah, yeah." So- yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Caesar, meanwhile, has discovered that when uh, Jasonite is integrated into the staff he's got, Mm -hmm. which which they supplied him with, uh, he has the ability to stun them. And she's like, well, don't they mind that? (laughs) He's like, well... Yes, they fucking hate it. Yeah, during. Yeah, Yeah, after Yeah. (laughs) So then then he says, well, I can help you escape. So he takes Mm. her to the pod... Yes. And then they have to run really up this good. really wooden ramp oh, that yeah. makes lots of noise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's another yeah. very noisy bit really of really good if, if that bit of Jasonite didn't stun them, it just made them come. <laughs> <laughs> My dreams of conquest. <laughs> <laughs> Keep shooting Nymons. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that is a Doctor Who episode waiting to happen. Yeah. Mm. That'd be brilliant. <laughs> um, Doctor Who and the cum gun. <laughs> that That's fucking got McCoy written all over it. <laughs> Sorry. It's the idea of these giant bulls. Sylvester <laughs> McCoy, uh, look me in the eye, pull the trigger, make yeah. me cum. <laughs> <laughs> It would be shots of him gurning as usual as he comes. <laughs> Put it under full efficiency. Shoot him. <laughs> Close off of McCoy. Briar's <laughs> <laughs> standing up and going. 
Either it has to be like the McCoy or it's Pertwee. You know, like when Pertwee mm. is getting like oh, strangled God. by the, hey! uh, the flame. Hey! <laughs> Heck! Karate chopping them with his erection. Hey! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think we better tone this story down, lads. <laughs> Hopefully it'll be pixelated out, though, just for comedy. Yeah. Effect. <laughs> yeah, if you are doing your own fan edit of this, please pixelate out what yeah. Yeah. you Don't do drawings of anything we've spoken about. <laughs> no, no, I want to see K9 on the Green Mile. So, yeah, she, she manages to get into the pod, yeah. but um, Saison's shot yeah. in the legs. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then just goes... Well, I'm done for. You go. Yeah. Like, you want to be like, help, please. Mm, come die. with me. Come with mm. me. No, I'm not no, fine yeah. on this ramp. Mm. Yeah. And then he gets shot again. Yeah. yeah. And Romana gets in the pod and she's like, come on, doctor. <laughs> um, not like that. Yeah. <clears throat> but he gives her a piece of the um, crystal. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Um, so Seth stuns Soul Deed as <laughs> yes. the doctor's attempting to repair the transportation system. Uh-huh. Uh, but before he completes the repairs, the Nymon return. <gasps> and they, they're like, primitive idiot, what have you done to our machine? And yeah. they reverse the tunnel, and then that brings back Romana. I know. That's exciting. And what, is, and what does he call her? A meddlesome hussy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no need at all. No. Yeah. And then Romana tosses the crystal to Seth, who's mm-hmm. got solid staff. Yeah. And then he, she says, shoot them. <gasps> and he shoots the Nymons with it. Yeah. That's fun. Can't get the staff these days. Hey! <laughs> but having managed to get himself out of Saldi's laboratory, then, as you say, K9 arrives and shoots mm-hmm. the other nine one. Yes. yes. I don't know how. <laughs> K9's just sort of... Also, K9, I thought, could only... K9 like, can do things people. occasionally. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's occasionally helpful. He's literally yeah. like a deus ex machina, isn't he, of a dog? Yeah. Yes, yeah. a dog... Dogus ex hmm. machina. Yeah. Why not? It works Some, as well, because he's a machine. So, Sometimes yeah. he's a toaster, sometimes he's a wine mm. rack, sometimes yeah. he's a wine rack. It just depends what you want to write for him that week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good if he's got like a shoe porn. <laughs> he's a foot scraper outside the TARDIS. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he talks. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, so then um, the soul deeds, the grand crowd having escaped from the power source room, then runs yep. off like going, I'm going to make sure. This <laughs> and this is his best bit, isn't it? Brilliant. He says, oh, you so fools, good. you're all doomed. <laughs> doomed. <laughs> My doesn't... dreams of conquest. Beautiful mm. death, doesn't he? That slump down. Oh, yeah, so... he, gets, he gets shot by Seth with the uh, yeah. staff. Yeah. Is there like a grate, like a grating, which we're meant to think is like part of the wall, but then when he slumps, it just sort of falls over and it sort of <laughs> slightly breaks the set, which I think is even better. Yeah. He's like, his last thing is to slightly ruin it. Also, yeah. the, 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 the blast... Hits him after he started uh, yeah, after he started dying as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like Seth points it, but mm. the effect takes a couple of seconds to start. <laughs> but he's already started dying, which I Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Why waste time? So the doctor and everybody sort of he, he said, We well, he started this he's basically put, switched on a self destruct. Self destruct. Yeah. Mm. And he says, Everybody we gotta go and they've got to get through the labyrinth. But luckily K9, because mm. he's a dog, he can smell <laughs> the way out yeah okay, okay. And, and he sure. finds a wall and says this isn't a wall mm-hmm. and it's a special effect thankfully and they all walk out as That's they get good. outside all the scones are just having it standing around having a fag yeah <laughs> what? What? he's like what? we've all got to go it's going to blow up 
Yeah. They're like, oh, God, we got to get out of here. Yeah, um, apparently the building's next door. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the geography is confusing, but yeah. they get back on the TARDIS. Yeah. And then they see Krinoth explode. Yes. And they're like, oh, phew. <laughs> Aren't you supposed to be mildly concerned about that with you being the doctor and all? Yeah, it's all a bit callous, isn't it? Mm. More genocide for the Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and it, and it, it, it goes from we gotta run we gotta run to immediate cut to inside the TARDIS there's like oh yeah, okay. yeah. Obviously, they, obviously they did all that and I'm still going please please Tom put the TARDIS back together I don't like it this untidy it's making my OCD go a bit funny please yeah, sort it out but is the Nymon another is the Nymon another race we can add to the Doctor's genocide list <laughs> because surely Pretty that's much, it so. yeah. they're extinct now yeah. Well, unless this... unless there's another one on another planet doing the same, mm, then yeah, I think mm. we've got to assume that he's wiped them out. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But then <clears throat> he he says, oh, well, she says, I hope Romana says, I hope Seth and Tekka got a ship, and they did. Mm-hmm. And he's yeah. like, oh, it's good. I, I told them to paint it white this time. And she says, mm. what are you talking about? And he says, oh, something for another time. So is mm. he suggesting that he's been here and done this before? Oh, all that stuff I find very like when he's mm. saying, "Oh, I've been here." Well, yeah. not yet, and all that stuff. I mm. always find a bit like, "Yeah, okay, all right." What? So you were here after it all exploded? Yeah. <laughs> and Seth and Tekka weren't here, or did they come back for a holiday? Anyway. Um, <clears throat> oh, is that so? Okay, is that I've just worked it out now mm. because is that to do with because obviously what we what we're dealing with is mythology and when. Perseus, Theseus, uh, one of them. Yeah. When he has killed the, minotaur. when he's killed the Minotaur, he has to f- uh, sail back on a under a white sail. Ah, uh, okay, that makes sense. Okay, oh, okay. slightly. Apologies if someone's out. listening to this and being like, "You've butchered it," because like that is me remembering the Greek myths and legends uh, storyteller thing with uh, Michael Gambon. That's what I'm getting uh, that from. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. Thanks, Gambon. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then they've gone, and then they have a little joke at the end. Uh, what does he say? It's good to have you back, old girl. Yeah. And she yes. says, I'm not old. And he goes, I wasn't talking to you. And then she <laughs> does this lovely, playful sticking of the tongue. Yeah. yeah. She blows yeah. him a raspberry. And yeah. then smiles, and that's the end. And I thought, that's yeah. a lovely ending, isn't it's it? It's so lovely. Mm. It's so lovely. Mm. Mm. And that is Horns of Nymon. 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 Mm. Uh, what an absolute treat. Or Nymon says. Yeah. <laughs> it should be called. Yes. Mm. <laughs> right, what well, are we going to give it 100 out of, uh, John? Yeah. Uh, I think we should give it 100. Laser horns. Laser <laughs> horns. Laser horns. <laughs> I, like, I, I think, just because of his performance, I'm going to give it a, a score out of 100 Graham Crowdens. Fair oh. enough. <laughs> because he is that... the biggest special effect in this. <laughs> he really is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So um, I'll go first. I'm going to say that this is not one of the best. No. Right. It has things in it I liked. Yeah. It has things in it I didn't care for very much. But I still enjoyed it because it's from this era. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really, 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 really like Romana and Tom. Yes. Yeah. Or Romana and the Doctor, I should say. Um, so I'm going to give it 70. Yeah, that's so 70. Very, very good. Respectable. Mm. Uh, Paul? 
Um, I, I'm only going to echo what John said. Um, it is a bit of a pedestrian-y story, but actually, as stories go, it's got more than one idea and plot to it, which is lovely yeah. for Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. Um, I, lo- I, I really like the Nymon race um, as baddies. I'd, lo- I'd love to see them come back in some form. Mm. Um, yeah. I, think, I think it's a really lo- lovely idea. A race that hoodwinks people, basically turns up in a trench coat in a tree will be going, all right, Gaffer! <laughs> <laughs> and then secretly invades a planet and then the, fucks off the to the next. Galactic Arthur yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got sacrifices going on. It's got subplots of other planets going on um, and, and, and cor- corridors and black holes. Tom and Romana just sparkling off each other as usual. Tom does mm. just weird shit all the way through, which <laughs> Doctor Who should always be. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sometimes he just things, does things out of context, but just carries on delivering the lines. He's entertaining he himself, just, isn't just he? Ma- yeah, it just makes him <laughs> seem more otherworldly and Time Lordy, how I want my Doctor to be. Like, yeah. oh, you're such an odd man. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> um, I really, really dislike Disarray in the TARDIS. Oh, and the same in Star Trek it? films, when the Enterprise gets destroyed, it really upsets me. I'm like, oh, yeah. don't destroy it. Straight off the fucking bat. <laughs> I love the ship. Don't do it. Anyway, so, uh, but it's just, it rollicks along. It's really good fun. I'm going to give it 72. Crowden's. Crowden, Crowden is also stunning in it. I love him. Mm-hmm. He's great. He's so good. <laughs> so much fun. I have to echo this. I, I think it looks great. It's not yeah. one, actually, that I have seen loads of, even mm. though I think it has all the elements of like a properly classic story. Mm. I really like that scene. Um, yeah, I, I really like the scene with uh, Romana when she's talking to um, uh, to Seth um, and he's sort of confiding in her just because that that almost feels like, like a sort of new hooey type thing where it's kind mm. of, yeah. you know, you've got vulnerability and stuff there. I really mm. like that. Crowden is great. Um, he's big, but like weirdly, it you know it, it, it works in this. I think um, I'm going to give it 79 Crowdens. So that's Ooh. 221 Graham Crowdens for the Horns of Nymon. Deeply nice. respectable. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. What, hmm. a, what a fun story that one is. Hmm. It is. It's really good fun. Hmm. And also, it's a four-parter, but it didn't feel no. Didn't didn't sag to me. It was just kept on no. going on its yeah. own momentum. Yeah. Really good fun. Yeah, I think there is something about Tom's charisma really carrying weaker stories. Yes, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. eminently watchable. And also yes. the fact that he's with Romana as well. There's something that just lifts it all yeah. the time. The, mm. the, the little energy they've got between them, whether they're still seeing each other in reality or not, it doesn't matter. Mm. There's just two well-written characters who just like slightly rib each other, and it's really well done. Yeah, right, and also you. The, the having two time lords working in unison is such a good yeah, idea. Yeah, because even when mm. Romana gets zapped to another planet, she doesn't panic. She doesn't panic and scream, no. and I don't yes. understand. She gets on with the job of getting back. Yeah, and I lovely. like that about to have an assistant that is just no, it's fine. I I can deal with this. It's really nice <laughs> to have that instead also, of Mel screaming when yeah. it happens. You know, and Janet Ellis is actually for someone who never acted again, like went on to present stuff, obviously, but never mm. acted. I was like, oh, she's actually pretty good in this as well. I'm surprised oh. she didn't do more acting work. It's weird you've got Janet Ellis and Sarah Green being in Doctor Who. Before, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before or yeah. during Blue Peter, it's odd. And then you also you've got um uh oh goodness me uh Peter Purvis as well, obviously. Who's oh, of course. Sort of doing dual yeah. roles as well. So it's yeah, it's it's a weird one that those mm. two shows sort of you can flip between being a presenter and, a, and an actor. Very strange. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Correspondence. Ooh. Oh yes. Oh yes. Uh, Tamara Bumdier says. Uh, the Horns <laughs> of Nymon. It mm. wasn't all Greek to me. A proper story, fun, and the deliberately silly parts in it add to it. Mm. Romana being the Doctor's equal was really important to 11-year-old me. Yeah. Great. I cheered that's again brilliant. as she presented her own Sonic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's fun. Um, Tom Burgess. Hello, Tom. Hello. Says, for me, Graham Crowden is the greatest Doctor Who never was. 
or the greatest <laughs> Doctor Who that never was. And Horns of Nymon does absolutely nothing to show why. <laughs> Having said that, the, f- uh, the five-year-long TARDIS explosion is my favourite sound effect in all of Doctor Who. <laughs> <clears throat> um, <laughs> it's so it's <laughs> ludicrous, isn't it? It really is. Ben Thomas says, Nymon be praised! Graham Crowden's mad cackling death scene should be available on the NHS. <laughs> he literally cured my hangover for the first time I watched it. Crowden <laughs> later claimed he thought it was a camera rehearsal rather than the actual <laughs> Likely story. Oh, I'm sure... Oh, God, what's Ben going to say now? I'm sure someone will mention this, but Crowden was one of the actors in contention for the part of the Doctor when Pertwee left. Right. Oh, wow. Let's pause to imagine that after seeing his Horns of Nyman performance, shall we? Well, you know, he he is a he's giving a one-time performance of a big baddie as opposed yeah. to holding up the show. I, mm. you know, I'd like to think he could like dial it down to sort of support the. Whole I thing. kind of I don't mind that he's so over the top with it because his character is supposed to be that he's he's a bridging ambassador between <laughs> evil and his and and the, his own people, and he's all yeah. very soothsayer and prophecy based. So the bigger the better, I think he's great. Mm. I don't well, mind him chewing up the scenery. Trouble is, it's so difficult to imagine anybody else other than Tom. Yes, during yeah. this period. Yeah. Yeah, you're yeah. on hiding to nothing thinking, oh, what if, yeah, what if it was anyone other than Tom just because he makes it his own, really? It has to be said, what a fucking move hmm. to cast Tom <laughs> Baker as Doctor Who, considering he yeah. was pretty much, you know, not a particularly well-known actor at the time, but... Yeah, wow, just like wow. a builder. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, it's He's so done on bits here and there, but just, mm. wow. Yeah. It's really odd, because, you know, it was, was going to be Percy Thrower. I mean, he, he, was, he was definitely going to get it, apparently. Mm. <laughs> and he was so annoyed that he didn't get it he smashed up the Blue Peter Garden <laughs> uh, Martin says um, hmm. Nymon Amdram Mick Fleetwood come Poundland Emperor Ming contends with a load of bull hopefully before the sets fall to bits Poundland <laughs> Emperor Ming is great <laughs> yeah I forgive it so much like yeah, yeah. Probably the, some of the things that we've really criticised Paradise Towers for are the same things we love about Haunted Nymon. Yes, it's just whether yeah. it, yes. It works how you, true is it? that? Mm. And when we talk about that sort of hammy villain, I mean, if, you know, if we talk about Time Lash and Paul Darrow, I mean, there's... Mm. Goodbye, mm. Doctor! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Same league as Crowd, definitely. Yeah, mm. definitely. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. Uh, Crinoid Podcast says, Haunted Nymon, Tom's clearly pissed... So Lala Ward has to be the doctor for four episodes. <laughs> Graham Crown chews the scenery for breakfast and craps it out before lunch. The nine ones solve the mystery of what happened to Gary Glitter's band after he went off-piste. Yeah. <laughs> off-piste is a generous description mm. of what happened there, isn't it? Uh, yes! <laughs> Uh, hang on, uh, Andrew F says, I love season 17, but the Horns of Nymon is the weak link. It's yeah. redeemed by Graham Crowden seemingly having had more fun than anyone else in the show put together. Though. <laughs> yeah. uh, and our friend Sconos shall rule again, who's been asking yeah. for this episode for months, Yeah. says, yay for the Horns of Nymon. It's four times 25 minutes of dependable Doctor Who does James Bond, complete with megalomaniac destroying the world. And they have a layer. Sets and costumes are great, and Crowden gets to choose scenery with abandon Lara gets to shine as Tom took a holiday yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know the law of this whether it hmm. whether Tom um, uh, he he, did, he was actually sort of away for a bit but certainly you know it's it's really nice that she gets some proper time to do yeah. some doctoring and stuff I really like it this is how you do it you don't say you don't have the doctor going oh like with um, like in kindy you know, I'm saying oh I've got a headache I'm going to go and lie down 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. You give the other person something to do while the other one shines. It's, yeah, yeah. yeah. It should be done. You can't uh, have 40 minutes of people waiting for the doctor to... Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, Bobby Peru says, Horns of Nymon, the story is so powerfully camp, he even has the co-pilot's tra- trousers rip mm. at the end of episode three. Where it's the true. Oh, yeah, we didn't mention <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, we didn't. No. Uh, all that was missing was the sound of Sid James laughing. Oh, and Janet Ellis turns up. Imagine oh. the sound of the TARDIS when it malfunctions when the trousers rip. That's full Charlie Drake is when he's, yeah, he gets a full rub. And it's properly, like, he may as well have, like, heart boxer shorts on underneath. <laughs> <laughs> I love Cybermen hearts. <laughs> <laughs> Or, you know, a sign at the back saying reverse the uh, <laughs> neutron flow. Yeah, reverse yeah. the polarity of my neutron flow. <laughs> <laughs> that poor we, actor, he's we, he is We don't break for Zygons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Becky says, uh, Horns of Nymon is a story that could only have been made when the, impro- when the entire production crew is off their heads on a cocktail of cocaine and booze. Well, that's a, a heady accusation there. We're not going to comment is. on that. Uh, yeah. Phil Scary says, Graham Crown's willingness to fully commit is nothing short of breathtaking. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Mm. And uh, Chris Gofield, Horns and Nymon, comedy sound effects, lots of corridors. Tom enjoying himself and all mm. kept, and all, all, I all kept thinking, sorry, and all I kept thinking was, it's the cast of Moonraker, Jenny Flex <laughs> and Rudy Van Desario. <laughs> mm. uh, Nick H says, Horns of Nymon of Terrible... Oh. 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 <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh dear. And yeah. jo- Jonathan Mock says, Horns and Nymon, you don't need thoughts and comments, you need thoughts and prayers. Oh, oh. oh. So, you see, this is so interesting that we, um, that yeah, that, that people are sort of taking against this. I just think it's properly, like, just put a pin in it and say this is almost an archetypal just Doctor Who of that era episode. Yeah. And I think yeah. I love it for that. It's It's kind of like Doctor Who in that era is kind of like Marvel now in that the... Good felt the good things really shine. The bad, the ones that are considered bad in inverted commas are still mm. pretty good. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can't really yeah, complain with this era of who. There's not a real absolute stink. You wouldn't get Paradise Towers. <laughs> no. no, but if you did, Tom mm. and the writers and everyone who's assembled there would make it passable. I think. I think so. Even like you know, I'm not. I'm no huge fan of Megalos, but there's loads of stuff to have you know to to enjoy about Megalos as well. And those yeah, things. well, we had yeah. fun with it. We did. Yeah. We had loads of fun. Yeah. Come on, giant sentient sentient cactus. What's <laughs> yeah. not to love? And the, the Burt Baxter wanting to eat people. <laughs> and, and the Grumblies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> bloody planet. Well, there we go. That's Horns of Nymon, and, and I can now. Oh, excitedly exciting. announce yes. that our next three episodes will be, drumroll please Regeneration Regeneration <gasps> episodes What? Yes. Either yeah. going into or just out of Yes, yes. So we're, we're personally very excited about doing them because yes. Paul's picked a real doozy mm-hmm. Well we've all picked doozies actually we've That's all true. picked doozies yeah. But yours is Dare I say, with the theme we have for the, our series, is, is is more of a left field choice. Yeah. Should we reveal, or are we going to keep it? No. no, no, let's, let's keep it a secret. Let's keep it. Keep a it secret. a secret, okay? But just otherwise, know we'll end it. up on the green mile. No. <laughs> <laughs> beep, 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 beep. I forgot the spell. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, rock well. and roll 
Um, <laughs> that's spooky. Um, <laughs> brilliant. Well, keep following this amazing yeah. pod. Great. Please do keep sending in your correspondence. It's lovely. <laughs> And uh, yeah, keep, <laughs> keep the drawings and everything coming. Yeah, I especially want to see K9 on death row. <laughs> I don't think I'd be able to cope with that. No, no. Um, but we'll see you soon for regenerations. Yay! Can't oh. wait. Uh, until then, it's time for me to say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye bye bye. And remember one thing, all of you, when you're sitting at home. Scarnus will rule again! (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. I'm Ellie Gibson and this is our new show Extra Life it's basically us talking to funny people about video games when I was a kid it was Grand Theft Auto there's Sinclair ZX Spectrum we talk about the games people remember from when they were kids and what they're playing now Guitar Hero The Last of Us 2 Combat on the Atari 2600 no I love Pokemon anyway find us anywhere you get your podcasts Extra Life GreatBigOwl.com